Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome to a new episode. This time it'll be under a different name and, you know, very excited to kind of start this new journey. But I am your co-host, Devin Jackson, and I'm joined by Dylan Bear as we bring you the now named Dome Field Advantage podcast. Uh, we're no longer under the Downtown Sports Network umbrella, uh, but, you know, very uh, appreciative of, of what they have done for this podcast and done for us personally. Uh, but we felt like it was time for a new direction and uh, very excited to, to do this still. So, Dylan, how you doing today, man? And, and how's everything going with you? I'm doing well, man. And just like you said, you know, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that I was given by Downtown Sports. You know, they actually gave me the courage to get into the whole podcast. So, yeah, so, yeah I'm extremely thankful you know, for Jake and everything he's done for me and just the encouragement that he's given. And, you know, he's very understanding about everything. But uh, personally, I'm doing well, man. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, full swing in, in the draft season and, uh, you know, uh, just kind of keeping up with that and, you know, trying to interview players, coaches, all that as well, kind of staying involved with that. But, uh, you know, while I was in the middle of doing that, we and you've been doing your uh, World of podcast as well. Some NFL news is, is broken over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but, but first, before we get into a potential quarterback, uh, that the Saints could, could target or, and their, their agency is targeting us, uh, we have big news today. Uh, JJ Watt, who was a free agent for the last probably week or two, uh, has announced his new destination and to surprise to everybody, because we thought that he probably was going to go to the Steelers or Browns or, or the Bills potentially. He signed with the Arizona Cardinals, and that now makes it the second big star from the Houston Texans to uh, switch gears and, and go head over to Arizona. You know, DeAndre Hopkins got traded last year to the Arizona Cardinals, and now in free agency, they signed J.J. Watt. So, Dylan, uh, I know you have some thoughts about of Watt signing with the Cardinals. Uh, what did you think about the move? Uh, that absolutely threw me for a surprise. I didn't expect Arizona to even be in the running for J.J. Watt. I tweeted two hours ago that my top destinations for J.J. was Buffalo, Cleveland, and, of course, Pittsburgh. Uh, I think Buffalo was probably my best fit for him. Uh, I did see him going probably to Pittsburgh, maybe team up with his brother, uh, T.J. over there. But... I don't know, Arizona, that just came out of nowhere. Uh, I saw someone tweet about about another star in the NFC West, so I was wondering who they were talking about. And then I scrolled down a little bit, and I see J.J. Watt from his own Twitter tweet that he was going to the Cardinals. And honestly, what better way to announce you know, that you're going to a team by just putting that you're the source? Of course, Adam Schefter is not tweeting it. Ian Rappaport is not tweeting it. It's your own self that is tweeting it, and I thought that that was an amazing way to announce it. Uh, but... But honestly, I think they may be a little overpaid for him. I think they gave him a ridiculous amount of guaranteed money. Uh, and you know, J.J. Watt's nearing his mid-30s just about, and you're giving him that much money. But if he can play like he has played in you know, earlier years and putting him right beside Chandler Jones, I think that creates a deadly duo on that defensive line for the Cardinals. And it just makes, you know, Russell Wilson may want to get out the NFC West a little bit more with that uh the horrible offensive line that he has now yeah it, it definitely adds yet another elite pass rusher in the nfc west obviously you got aaron donald already there now you had jj watt um you know chandler jones has been really a, a force in, in the nfc west you got nick bosa as well so 
it's very clear that the NFC West is going to be tough. And you just alluded to the name that I talked about at the top of the show, a quarterback potentially being on the move. And that will be Russell Wilson. And very surprisingly, you know, they didn't announce for a trade formally, but he said if he, they were to trade him, uh, he named four teams and, and one of those teams being the New Orleans Saints. And you just brought up that the NFC West is now loaded with pass rushers. You look at the NFC South, they have some pass rushers, but not at that same caliber as NFC West. So let's go ahead and get right into it and, and talk about Russell Wilson potentially coming to the Saints. Uh, what did you, how did you feel when you first heard the news and, uh, what do you think about a, a potential trade to get him? Uh, when I first saw the news that, you know, the Saints were one of his top targets, I was extremely excited. You know, not knowing if it's a realistic option on getting him, but knowing that we're one of his top targets to come to, I thought it was awesome. And I know that you shared my tweet that I had of the Pope holding up, like, the picture of him in the Saints jersey. Uh, and honestly, that tweet kind of blew up, you know, bigger than what I thought. Um, but it, but it's just exciting, uh, just to know that we're one of his top targets, I never thought that it would, that we'd see the day that we can get someone possibly like you know Russell Wilson on the team. Yeah, that would be a, a humongous move for the New Orleans Saints, considering their quarterback situation now. Obviously, there's been no announcement from Drew Brees in his camp on what he's going to do. Uh, but you have to assume, still at this point, that he'll probably retire. But I don't know. We're getting later and later in, into the off season and free agency is, is, has started, uh, already. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But having Russell Wilson, I think, you know, will be in, uh, put us in a really good situation. And there already been a ton of trade packages that have gone around and a lot of them have the Saints giving up multiple first round picks, a couple of defensive starters, potentially Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Uh, for you personally, wh- who would you be willing to part with if that did come down to it in terms of who the Saints should give up, uh, you know, if they do decide to go in and pursue Russell Wilson and, and try to uh, acquire him through trade? I know the trade package that I, uh, I recently sent you on Twitter that I saw someone put on Facebook. I think it was the New Orleans Saints on CBS uh, sports page that had posted it and I thought it was a horrible trade. I know it included, I would say, three first-round picks, or two, and one of them. Uh, Taysom Hill, Cameron Jordan, and Ryan Ramchek in exchange for uh, Russell Wilson, I think a fourth and a fifth. I don't like it. Uh, give up Taysom, uh, yeah. Would I give up Cameron Jordan? Yes. But would I give up Ryan Ramchek, though? No. I would not give up Ryan Ramchek. Um, and for the sake of of the uh, jersey that my wife just gave me for Christmas, I would not give up Michael Thomas. I know he had a down year, but, I mean, it was mostly injuries. You know, Michael Thomas played on the injury, I think, every game that he was actually active in this whole uh, year. To give him a full, healthy year with a good quarterback that can actually throw him the ball and not be kind of a noodle arm like you no know, Drew Brees had this year, I think it'll be deadly. So, so don't give up on Michael Thomas yet. Uh... I mean, other names that I would possibly throw into a trade mix with them, I mean, honestly, right now, I don't know. Um, but the top one that I would throw in there that a lot of people wouldn't like because of his name is, is of course, Cameron Jordan. Uh, Cameron Jordan seems like, you know, since he got paid, he's been kind of on a downward spiral. And I hope 
and not for our sake if we keep him that he does improve because uh, because of course I want him to be worth that money that we gave him. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. I don't think we should give a Ryan Ramchek. Uh, I know a lot of people, you know, kind of on Twitter have been talking about wanting to acquire him. Like I've seen Bengals fans saying they want Ryan Ramchek. Uh, you know, Seattle fans. So he's a very popular name, uh, at least through Twitter. But I I find it very hard to believe that, you know. As well as he's played in at an all pro level since he's entered the league, I doubt the Saints would try to part with him. But I understand that they're gonna have to give up a marquee piece. So, you know, as as much as I don't wanna part with Michael Thomas or say Alvin Kamara, that might be a real possibility. Um, that one of them go, you know, and I think, you know, Cam Jordan potentially could be in be in the trade package. I know he tweeted out that he does not want to get traded, uh, and has no intention of being traded, but we know this nature of this business. We know how quickly things can change. And, you know, if the Saints really feel like, you know, they could, could get them, um, you know, I think that they would definitely try and do so. So we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, I think it's kind of early right now because, you know, it's only like a week old now that Russell Wilson has said that talked about potential trade destinations, even though he hasn't asked for a trade, but. You have to think this would be an immediate upgrade uh, for Russell Wilson. For the very least, he would play for the best offensive line easily in his career. And you might see him actually unlock. I know a lot of people were, you know, doing hashtag let Russ cook. Uh, but we saw that, you know, when he had to basically when the game is on his shoulders, he's prone to make mistakes. So. We'll see what happens. I would love to have Russell Wilson on on the New Orleans Saints. I think that will make them a championship contender for the next five to ten years, however long he plans on staying with them. Uh, so I, I think that the Saints should definitely take a serious look, but don't give up way too much and and make it uh, you know basically impossible to continue to compete. Now we're gonna switch gears. Uh, like I talked about uh, before. I do a lot of coverage of NFL draft and, you know, uh, covering a lot of players. But recently there's been a string of potential first round targets that the Saints could look at uh, that have met with the Saints, uh, you know, either virtually or, or however they're they're doing that. And uh, two of those guys, uh, one of them, a lot of fans may be familiar with already, but uh, wide receiver Rondell Moore out of Purdue. Uh, not not like a, a tall guy, but he's one of those small, shiftier guys, like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, Very compact. He's like 10, 210, 215. Uh, and, you know, I, I, you know, I told you to, to check him out against Ohio State, and, and he had an incredible game. Um, I'll give my thoughts after you give your thoughts. What did you kind of think of, of his game, just, just watching, you know, a small snippet of him? Yeah, watching that video of him uh, playing against Ohio State, man, that uh, he's unbelievable. He, uh, of course, he's very tough to bring down. I saw, and I believe he had, I think, two receiving touchdowns in that game, and that uh, second one in the fourth quarter, and that was unbelievable. I mean, they had about three guys trying to take him down, and he gets right between them, man, and that uh, he's gone. Uh, I mean, he's a good route runner. You know, he's very tough to bring down, like I said, and I believe if we bring him into New Orleans, I think he would explode it uh, instantly. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely someone that I, I think the Saints may target. 
you know, I think it also depends, obviously, on, on some of the moves that the Saints make in the offseason as well, who they decide to re resign, who they decide to let go, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, having someone like Rondell Moore on the team, you know, I know we got Deontay Harris, uh, someone that's already a returner and everything like that. But, you know, with Rondell Moore, you're kind of getting uh, uh, basically a running back slash receiver. I mean, he's someone you can hand the ball off into the backfield. Uh, he, he did that quite a bit at Purdue, run Ross in the slot, run Ross on the outside. So I know Sean Payton would have a very, very fun time designing plays for him and Alvin Kamara. Could potentially have him, uh, Rondell Moore and Kamara in the backfield and, and, you know, making defenses have those matchup nightmares. So we know the Saints like to take advantage of matchups. And I think, you know, having him on the team, I think, would definitely open that some more. Obviously, we got to figure out the quarterback position. Because uh, you need somebody that can throw out to these guys. I mean, he can get behind defenses. You know, he can get the ball on a perimeter and make something happen. So, obviously, the the first concern is what are we going to do at quarterback? And you know, obviously, there's been talk of bringing James Winston back and potentially going after Mac Jones. In the last episode we did, we did talk a little bit about Mac Jones and what he could bring to the table. But you know, with Rondell Moore, you you get someone that's incredibly explosive, a, a really good athlete. Some concerns with his health, you know, he missed uh, most of 2019 with a hamstring injury. And then uh, into this season, he missed the first, I think, one, two or three games. But when he's on the field and he's healthy, he's, he's explosive. So uh, that's one player that, you know, I think the Saints should target. And then another one, one of my personal favorites in this draft is uh, Greg Newsom, the DB out of Northwestern. And mainly because I, I want to target him because the Saints – need that DB2. They need someone that can command the other side of the field that Marshawn Lattimore isn't on. And I think it's very obvious that the Saints want Lattimore in their future plans. Um, but then again, you know, we do have to worry about if we do want to get Russell Wilson, teams may ask for Lattimore in return as well. Um, so pairing him with Lattimore, if we still have him on the team, I think will be very, very nice. Uh, he's... Not he's not going to be one of those guys that's going to do press man early in his career like uh, Lattimore does. We know Lattimore uh, is up in receivers' face at the line of scrimmage. Uh, Newsom does struggle a little bit with that uh, in terms of uh, pressing pressing up in in uh, receivers' face, but you know in terms of zone defense and uh, off man, he, he's really good at, at closing on routes and uh, getting past breakouts and, and production on the ball. So. I think I, I would personally love to see him in a black and gold uniform, uh, even if the Saints don't get him in the first round. Maybe they trade up into the second round and get him if he's still available. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I, I like him as a player. I think he's a great, great prospect that the Saints should target. And, uh, you know, he, he could be in a mix for the Saints in, in that uh, pick. I think they're picking 28th, uh, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the yeah, Saints would be picking 28, and I think he could be in the mix for that. Uh, what did you see from from him? I know you got to watch some highlights from him to kind of check out his game. Yeah, I was able to watch some highlights of him, and uh, just a lot I have to say about him is that he's a DB that can really give a wide receiver that kind of frustration that would just you know just allow him to keep playing explosive. Uh, the, I mean, I didn't see a lot of interceptions from, but I saw a lot of pass and you know, pass breakups. Uh, that can give a wide receiver a headache and just you know frustrate the hell out of him. So yeah, just like you said, if we can't get him in the first round, which I don't know if he'll like like be that top you know person that someone looks at in the draft in the first round, I think the Saints could easily you know, trade up into the second round and get him. 
For sure, man. Uh, definitely one of my favorites in this draft class and uh, super, super excited to see his potential. And I'm glad that the Saints are doing their due diligence on some of these top prospects. And uh, we'll see what happens come the draft. But, uh, you know, probably every episode we do, I think we're probably going to try and maybe talk about two to three guys that the Saints could uh, target in, in some of the early rounds. So uh, I think that's something we're going to try and do forward, you know, for this now uh, Dome Field uh, Advantage podcast uh, going mm-hmm. forward. Now, we talked a little bit about earlier, but we talked about the Saints potentially shopping some of their, their bigger names. And uh, Michael Thomas, you know, Cam Jordan, Alvin Kamara, uh, Ryan Ramchek. Uh, if you had a pick, you know, I know you talked about Cam Jordan earlier, but if you had a pick of those other three guys that you would send in a trade for a top quarterback like uh, Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, who will you be willing to part with uh, and, and why? I would probably throw Michael Thomas. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, I think, has an excellent future with the Saints. And the, and the thing is, I go back and I watch all these, these past highlights of DBs that the Saints have had in the future, and Marshawn Lattimore makes me thankful of what we have now. Because you look back, you had uh, yeah, guys like Ken Crawley, B.W. Webb. You had Sterling Moore at one point was your top corner at one point. And when you think about that now, that's depressing. That is, that's the most depressing thing I've ever seen. And, and Saints fans always bring it up about these corners that we've had you know, in the past around, like, I would say 2013, 2014, you know, even 2015. And then, uh, and then we brought Marshawn Lattimore in first-round pick. I mean, that was just... That was a sign from God that we have something good now, and the Saints can't get rid of that. Uh, Michael Thomas, I have one, I for one have called him the best wide receiver in the league multiple times. Uh, now, was he that this year? No. And uh, like I said, for the sake of the jersey that my wife just got me and had to return it because it was the wrong size and I had to pay more to get me another one. I think and I follow the Saints as much as I do, but if you know she heard of the Saints trade of Michael Thomas, I think that she would probably hate them after that. So Michael Thomas, I mean, for her sake, you know, no, but for me, that's unfortunate. But I would have to probably throw his name in there. I don't want to. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man, uh, yeah. because the Saints want to win. I mean, I think they made it clear for the moves that they made over the last three, four years that they understand they have a really good football team. You know, they mm-hmm. they went after Quan Alexander. Obviously, he got hurt, but he was very, very productive in a few games he played. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, they added as well. So it's clear that the Saints want to win. You know, it's, it's, they're not one of those teams that, you know, are just making moves for the sake of moves. Like they they understand that, you know, their championship window is is narrow at this point and, and very, very much. It's going to be depending on who they bring in as quarterback or who they have under center next year. So I think that's probably the most interesting part of these trades. It's like while you don't want to mess up what you have, if we history has shown if you want. And this is really an, um, in unprecedented time. you got potentially two top five quarterbacks being shot right now. And you don't really get those opportunities uh, too often in the NFL. You know, obviously, we've had quite a, uh, a bit of names over the couple last couple of years. I mean, you might even have Sam Darnold, who's not exactly a premier, but someone that, you know, could be serviceable. You got Jimmy Garoppolo, who's probably going to be 
on a trading block as well. The San Francisco 49ers trade for a quarterback. So mm-hmm. this is an unprecedented time in the NFL right now in terms of who's available. And I just have to believe that the Saints are doing what they doing their due diligence and figuring out what they could try and get for one of these top quarterbacks. Cause you could put bet your money on the draft. You could, you know, try and develop a quarterback, but with the Saints roster right now, I don't think they have a lot of wiggle room to wait and just wait and see a quarterback develop. You got to have mm-hmm. someone that can come in and be a baller. And it could be Jameis Winston. It, it could be somebody else like Deshaun Watson or, or um, Russell Wilson. But you have to believe that they they want to try and upgrade the quarterback position uh, because it was it was painful, man. I'm I'm gonna just mm-hmm. just say it. it was painful down the stretch of the season this year. Just just watching how much we had to rely on our defense and they played out of their mind, you know, down the stretch of the season. Even against the Bucks, they did everything they could to keep the game close. So you had to believe that the Saints want to upgrade and. You know, uh, answering the the question I asked, uh, I I probably have to to part with Michael Thomas more than likely. Unfortunately, you know, with so many receivers coming in and out of the the draft nowadays, you can replace some of your top targets. I don't know, they're gonna miss Michael Thomas and his ability to get open right at the line of scrimmage. And I think there's so much more to his game that can be unlocked because you know Drew Brees was limited. You know, he could only throw it 15, 20 yards, and Michael Thomas shown, showed in his rookie year that he could run every route in, in the route tree, you know, and I go back to his rookie season because that's really the last time we saw Breeze's arm look lively and, and there, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really looked explosive. So, you know, for, for Thomas, you know, it, it's going to be tough to, to let him go. I mean, but if that means getting a top quarterback, you know, I'd be willing to do it. You know, it, it would it would suck a lot. And a lot of people would probably be in his mentions talking crazy. They already already are, which is I just don't understand. It. I know he talks a lot of trash, mm-hmm. but dude has a resume. You know, there's, there's no there's no doubting that. But when it comes to those top quarterbacks, it always comes down to who you're willing to give up. And I think the Saints will be willing to give up Michael Thomas, you know, and. It doesn't help that, you know, he got in a fight with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in practice and, you know, he missed a lot of the season with injuries. So and, you know, they say the, the best, um, you know, trade that somebody can have is their availability. And, you know, he didn't play a good majority of the games this year. So we'll see what happens with that. But let's hope that we get one of the top uh, quarterbacks potentially or, or at least have a plan for going forward. Uh, and speaking of quarterbacks, uh the one that we're waiting to make a decision, uh, and this will be the final topic of the day. Drew Brees, he's releasing workout videos. He's he's pushing sleds in parking lots. Um, and me, and you went back for, back and forth about it a little bit. Uh, what did you think of of Brees and and what he what he's up to these days in, in terms of working out in parking lots? Every time I see these videos of Drew Brees working out, it. I don't know, kind of gives me that feeling that he's going to come back. And the thing is, I appreciate Drew Brees. You know, I, you know, since 06 when he joined the Saints, I have been such a huge fan of him. And, you know, and from time and time again, I have thanked him so much for what he's done for the city, what he's done for this, you know, for the Saints. But when, I mean, 
the thing is, you gotta sit down and you gotta realize when it's time. Uh, of course, you know, Drew Brees, um, he had a, this year he had was a very down year. And he's posting these workout videos, and I think he only posted this workout video because of the buzz around Russell Wilson. I don't know if you saw the video from the mayor of New Orleans, but she is all in on Russell Wilson and Sierra coming to New Orleans. And Drew Brees hasn't even announced his retirement yet, and, and she's all in on him already. Now, the thing is, yes, I have also, you know, wanted uh, Russell Wilson in the black and gold. I have put that, I mean, I, of course, I put that on Twitter from time to time. But that doesn't mean that I'm all the way gone from Drew Brees. Uh, when I talk about Drew Brees, I, I keep thinking about that final look that he gave to the Superdome after their playoff loss against the Buccaneers. I, and I think about the video I saw him playing with his kids on the field of the Superdome. So just because we're having all this buzz around Russell Wilson, possibly Deshaun Watson, that doesn't make me stop thinking about Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Brees has been our quarterback for so long, and he even brought a Super Bowl to a city that that he never thought was going to see one. So, you know, just because these workout videos, a lot of Saints fans are saying, don't do it. You know, why does this, this look like he's coming back? And it does look like that he's going to come back on these videos. By the end of the day, I do think he's going to retire. And I think these workout videos are just kind of wanting to show that he does still have it. But he want, uh, but he also wants to hang it up at the same time. I just don't know when the announcement's going to come. It's kind of weird that he's waiting this long to do it. The Super Bowl is already over. There's no really big news except for what happened with J.J. Watts today that is happening. So if you want to retire, I think you need to come out and do it so the Saints can finally move on and start seeing about their future. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, you know, I think he's just staying in shape, to mm -hmm. be honest. You know, I think the Saints probably have made it clear with him what they want to do. And, you know, they... I, I would have to believe they're going to do a little special thing for him, you know, in terms of having that press conference and, you know, doing the the, the classy way that they do with retired players when whenever Saints players retire. And I'm sure they're going to have him back for the first home game of next season and whatnot, if he really does indeed decide to retire. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's been inklings. People are have these theories that he's coming back, but. It just you just find it hard to believe the way he looked, you know, after that last game and how he looked back at the the Superdome and how he was playing with his kids on the field. You know, all those optics show that he probably is going to retire. And, you know, I think he's probably just taking his time to to make the decision. And I don't blame him. I mean, he played 20 plus years in this league. You know, it's, it's a lot of wear and tear on your body. So I, I just find it hard to believe considering what he went through last year in terms of trying to get back uh, the rib injury. You know, he was dealing with a shoulder injury. It's just a lot for a 40-plus-year-old year quarterback to come back and, and try and do it again. And I think while he probably doesn't want his career to end the way it did, you know, because it was just a, a very sad way for it to end, I think he knows in his heart that it's probably time to hang it up. But like you said, you, you got to be thankful for what he's brought to the city. And I, I don't think anyone's disputing that uh, in, in terms of what he's brought to the city. But I think we're just ready for something new, you know, something mm -hmm. different. And, yep. you know, while that's not always 
the best idea for most teams. I think for the Saints, they, they probably have done as long as they could. But, you know, I think really that playoff game showed that they just can't do it anymore with them. And that's the reality, man. You know, sometimes you just can't do it anymore. And I think he'll he'll walk away and, and call it quits. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, that he he's a terrific player, but the Saints really got to think about their future future and and really these next couple months are going to be pivotal for the Saints going forward, you know, in terms of contracts and the draft, free agency, what they're going to do with trade. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, my hope is that the Saints, you know, either find the quarterback that they want, you know, in Jameis Winston or whoever, or they trade for him. You know, I, I think they're, they're going to be in the market and definitely be in discussion uh, over the next couple of weeks and months. But mm-hmm. that's all we got for you today on the Dome Field Advantage podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at RealD underscore Jackson. You can follow Dylan on Twitter at DylanJABear12. You can follow our podcast uh, page that is now a new at is no longer Downtown Sinks. We are the Dome Field Pod on Twitter. And uh, where can uh, they find us, uh, Dylan, on uh, podcast platforms? Uh, whenever the first episode is uploaded, you can find us on Anchor. We will be on Anchor, and then uh, soon after that, we'll be on all streaming platforms. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for so much for listening to today's episode. We appreciate you for continuing to listen to us, despite that we've uh, decided to go our own route and, and away from downtown uh, downtown sports network. But we'll be back. Uh, not sure when exactly when the next episode will be. Uh, hope probably next week, and we'll see if any more news for the NFL happens for uh, around the league or for the Saints. So. Uh, thank you guys for listening to today's episode and, and we'll see you soon.